The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to The Joel Mahalik Show. and welcome to another exciting podcast of the Joel Mahalik Show. And I am Joel Mahalik and here staring down the barrel of the lovely Sharon. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) I wonder, you, you just started talking and I was prepared to say something and... Well, you don't, just wipe that right out. Don't let me stop you. Go ahead and, and say it. It made me laugh. It was funny. What were you going to say? Say it now. No, no I was going to say that you're starting this podcast off very aggravated. I, well, I, that, I am a little aggravated. Well, and... Well, and because first of all... That we're, scares me. Because sp- I'm afraid you're going to beat me again. Oh, please. <laughs> we were supposed to do the podcast. Okay, well, hold on. Anybody that knows us knows Joel would never do that. Absolutely. Never do Let's that. Let's get that straight I first. I play around, uh, you know, but he would never do that. Well, we were supposed to do this thing yesterday down at the mobile <sighs> studio. And I could not get the new equipment that we just bought, purchased, to function. So that was aggravating because, you know, yeah. it, it, we're already in a small area and I set all this equipment up. And uh, so anyway, so then we decided we had to cut the weekend short a little bit to get back here to the actual studio and tape. And you know, though, I prefer doing it here. Oh, I do too. I mean, I, because I, because everything works the right way. <laughs> right, but we have headphones and we have the microphones and we have, you know, the computer that works the way it's supposed to work and the, the programs and the boards. Well, and now you described the entire studio. I did. Well, no, not everything. I mean, there's <laughs> things in here that... But what added but what added to my aggravation, as Sharon was talking about, is and so then we left early, two hours drive home, mm-hmm. and then to we we're going to try something new because we have all these boards, different, right. different size boards. We took right. the smaller board that we used last week and put it in the dining room, hooked everything up the way I had it hooked up last week, and it wouldn't work. <laughs> so now, I mean, we're pushing the gun. I mean, you know, stations expect to have this by a certain time. People who subscribe to the show want it by a certain time. Right. And so, yeah, I, so I am aggra- I'm starting the show aggravated. Yes. And I don't like it. <laughs> well, I well, like it when you make me laugh. Well, I'm, I, I still, in, uh, my, my goal is to still make you and, every, and all the masses laugh. Right. So, um, and you do, you do make me laugh, and and it's such a good thing that after twenty some odd years, great math. 20, no, Common it's twenty two <laughs> plus years. 
that we've been together, and you still make me laugh. Good. Good. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm a clown. I'm, I'm here to amuse you. Yes, you are, actually. <laughs> so, and you're a little funny looking, but we won't go there. Any, so anyway, <laughs> folks, uh, uh, speaking of subscribing, the way you subscribe is stop by the, the webpage at uh, www.jmtalk.net. Subscribe to the show. Listen to the 24-7 stream uh, of all Joel Mahalik show playing 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, also, you can send us an email at joelmahalikradio at gmail.com or visit us at Facebook at JM Talk, Twitter at JM Talk Radio. And that's the business out of the way. Um, so, uh, one, the, one of the things we're going to talk about tonight is, uh, what, 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 we don't have a name for this yet. So this is the exciting part about this oh, because we're yeah. probably going to do this throughout the big brother season. Mm-hmm. How about the big brother briefing? No. No? Oh. I don't like that. <laughs> okay. But we'll come up with something. <laughs> and you know what? Why don't How about the big brother listeners... bullshit? Wait, no. Why don't our <laughs> listeners come up with what this segment should be named? The, but it has to do with Big Brother. You know, right. the reality show that we're, like, m- magnificently drawn to. Well, you're more drawn to it than I am. And I, what? No. The proof, oh, no, the no, proof no. is is that mm-hmm. next Wednesday I will not be watching it with you because I'm going to go to another engagement. Well, hey. You know? Tough titty, kitty. So, anyway, so, yeah, so it, the, the, the season kicked <laughs> off. So, if you're a fan of Big yes. Brother, you know, yes. uh, then uh, Last week. each week we might just kind of give you some things or try not to yeah. do too many spoilers and try right. not to really, you know. No, we're... We're only ever going to talk about what happened already. Right. So there's really nothing to spoil. Right. Um, unless you haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you've recorded it and you're listening to our podcast and you haven't seen it yet. If that's the case. Turn us off. No. <laughs> don't ever tell anybody to turn us off. Temporarily turn us Just off. Just turn it down a little bit. Right. Okay. Right. There you go. Don't ever turn us off. So obviously, it started this week. Yes. And um, yes, it did. The first, the the first thing I wanted I, I, that I wanted to say something about is the house. I, the house. The I have to have the couch. What's that room called that has the couch shaped like a boat and takes up like ninety percent? No, of the that's room? that. Yeah, that's just the room that they go into to. I know they strategize chat. in yeah, there and all, but yeah. I thought there was a, a name for that room. I think there is, but. And not an official name. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just what they call it. Well, the whole house is done up like camping. Yeah. And it's really cool. And it's a camping season. So, in other words, not is just the house done up camping style. So is the game. The game itself. Yeah. yeah the All their, um, all their competitions are camping related and right it's really cool really yeah. really cool well i have to have that couch it's yeah. like a couch bed sofa and it takes yeah. up the whole room like that's what we need out there in the living room we need to get rid of everything and just have this gigantic boat shaped couch it, it is it's so awesome it really is and it's just you know how the um viewers or listeners rather um 
you know how they the toddler bed they have that's shaped like a car or shape you know shaped like a you know whatever yeah it's like that yeah. only on a massive uh, a very scale, big scale. Take, uh, massive scale seriously as soon as, yeah. you, as soon as you open the door you're sort of at the tip of it there well they did have in last season they did have something similar to that I don't think if, was, if it wasn't last season the season was, before I think and what was it, it was yeah. some sort of big slanted thing and I forget what it was but you're right because I remember when it when, uh, when I, re- I remember Philly's coming up I remember I recall I recall um, them sitting on that and yeah, it, it, yeah. it was sort of slanted towards the door it no was it was a bed well, what I'm thinking of was a bed so it must have been a season that I watched when I was binging hmm. and you didn't see Maybe. Who knows? I can't figure out how to get you to binge to I, see it all. Well, I don't really have all that much time to binge. Stranger Things 3 comes out next week. I haven't even started watching Stranger Things 2. So well, I'm, I'm yeah. just not I'm just not uh, capable of binging right now. Well, is really what it comes down to. I'm sorry about that. That's all right. So anyway, um, so yeah, so the, the, I like the camping motif. Yeah. Um, and so, what do you think of the characters? You know what, though, this season almost didn't happen. Did you know that? Well, I knew that last season almost didn't happen either. No, but this season it was closer to almost didn't happening because of because of what happened to Julie Chen's husband. I thought that was at the, the end of before. last season. No, at the end of last season is when she started using Julie Chen moon vest, and um, that was after he was he was let go from CBS. Yeah, he was the president of CBS, CBS, not CBS. Want to buy consonant? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but anyway, so because of that, they weren't sure if Julie was going to come back. And the fan base just kind of, like, exploded over that. Well, she's sort of synonymous with the game. She is. And if she didn't come back, they weren't going to have it. No one else could have filled their shoes? No. Well, the fans didn't want it. Like, the fans pushed for her to come back. Hmm. From what I read... um, Trying to keep up with what's going on. Right. The last I had read before I knew that this was coming back was that it was iffy. And this was, I guess, right after last season ended. Right. And you read that on the internet, so it was was factual. No, it was absolutely (laughs) true because I did read it on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, this season... um, you know, I'm so thankful for because, you know, 21 years. So what's your... Well, it wasn't really 21 years. It's more like, you know, 19 years. Right. But even that is amazing. Well, The Simpsons have been on longer than that. I know, but a reality show to be on for that long, it's it's incredible. Um, but anyway... So how so, so your impressions of the guests, the house guests? My, my impressions of the house guests are 
they really haven't changed. They get the same type of house guest. Yeah, you know, I never thought of it like that before, but you're they right. They really do. Um, now, they did get one thing that I am absolutely shocked at, and that is Jessica, the heavy set model. Yeah, Jess, yeah. Um, they don't really go for the heavy set people because of the competitions. The competitions are strenuous. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, Especially the ones that uh, are aren't you know like uh, trivia. You know, it's yeah. either trivia of some sort, like true, false, or whatever. Right. Or it's um, I can't even think. Um, um physical. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, uh, that's, and then the as soon as I saw him. I kind of fell in love with him, but now I'm kind of like rolling my eyes. Who, Jack? Yeah. Aquaman? Aqu Self-acclaimed Aquaman look-alike. Right. Um, he kind of does look like him, kind of, but if he changed his hair, he would look nothing like him. <laughs> so his hair is what makes him look like him. Um, but he's also, I think we'll, f we'll see that he might be the competition beast. Oh, really? Yeah, I think we might see that. But if I'm wrong, don't come back to this podcast and say, <laughs> hey, she said. <laughs> well, I was going to, you know, I, I know it's only been on for two nights so far. Right. And the question I'm about to ask you, okay. I realize ahead of time, I do realize that it's quite similar to asking somebody the day after the NFL draft who the Super Bowl winner the following year is going to be. So, I mean, right now, do you see anybody that in two nights stood out to you as this person can go all the way? And, and see, I, I know it's like a real crappy question, but maybe you thought about it before and it actually worked. So, yeah. I think it's going to be a guy winner this year. Okay. Um, and looking, I think it's, I really think it's going to be Jackson. Yeah, see, I don't know if he's, you know, because he has a target on his back. Yeah, but. With the cam capture thing, and not only that, even, but. Don't even go but by it's, that. I, however, because how many times throughout a season does a winner okay, have targets on their back? I understand it, but exponentially speaking now, because when David, who he has to be a pawn, David's like, I don't want to be a pawn, and he put him up anyway. Yeah, but David was supposed to, in Jackson's eyes, I'm sure, I believe that Jackson believed, that David would make it through that competition. And you know, and then look who did. Jess, you're heavy set that you're concerned about because she's a plus model and they don't usually do that. Yeah, the old it, guy it who's usually out the first night yeah. made it back. Um what is the competition I'm trying to think of? The um, they have a name for it. With the veto competition? No, the name the type of competition. You have your mental and then you have your physical? yeah, but it's not it's not called physical. I know that's why I said physical earlier because yeah. I couldn't could not think of the name uh, of the competition. Yeah, um, there's strategy. There's. Gee, super fan. 
Oh my god. <laughs> I just can't think of it right now. All right, that's but anyway, fine. you asked who I think is going to win. I think in the first and second place. Okay. As you're predicting. Predicting first and second winner place. Winner and second place. Yes. And no. I'm predicting um, that one of these two people will win. Okay. All right. As I said, Jackson. You know, Annalise, I don't know, she's, um, Annalise kind of gets to me. Like, like she in a might good way be, in, yeah, oh, okay. in a good way, like, yeah. Well, usually when a woman says be, that, that woman gets to me. It's usually no, like under the no, skin I and know, clawing the no, eyes I mean, out. I mean, um, she might be the female physical beast. Okay, gotcha. So, uh, you, hey, uh, my predictions will change. <laughs> they will change. Okay. <laughs> because once these two get evicted, then I have to pick two more. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, well. I think, uh, yeah, I think that's that's what we're... It was interesting that they had that special camp counselor thing, and then, of course, that led into that competition where somebody was going to leave before the first eviction. Which didn't seem like you know right, they're but never going to leave. Like, I know, and not leave, leave, right? Because there's another competition after the first three, and, and when, one of them will get back. And in. and that's what you know, yeah, that's what she said. She said you're yeah. out of the house for now. For now, right? Yeah, but he was mad though too, wasn't he? Yeah. And that's because he didn't want to be in that position. He, well, he was yeah, put in a position he didn't want to be in. If he didn't want to be in that position, no matter what, when you come in that house. You know that at any moment you have the possibility You're of right. leaving. Okay, I, I fully agree you with that. You have to have that in your head. So you can't be mad if you're the first to leave or right. the last to leave. You know and what so I mean? And so like when Jess had all the votes for camp counselor and didn't become camp counselor, and she's right. like, I don't understand what happened. Have you ever watched the show? Yeah, right. You got I mean, screwed. It's Big Brother. That's what happened. Right. Jackson... <laughs> Told a better game. He's the one that, you know, <laughs> and everybody it, felt that, in, you know, hey. Hey, to me, it's an election he should have lost. Maybe she should have gotten it. <laughs> well, yeah, but then she might be out. Right. She still might be out. Right. Because of her mouth and off for not winning. Yeah. Because she was pretty feisty because she didn't win. Yeah. So tonight, we'll see who... Because we started watching the head of household. So the first head of household will finish tonight. And we'll find out yeah. who it is. Unless you've been watching the streams. No, I haven't. Um, in all honesty, I just tried to log in. But like an idiot, I was doing it on my iPod. Or iPad, and I had no sound. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you need your headphones yeah. for that. So, um, I don't know. But I saw who was up in the head of, head of house room. No, I don't even hear anything because I'm... So, but this person didn't, didn't seem like they were laying in the bed because they were head of house. Oh, well, we'll see. You know. Wait a minute. Where did they... 
Did they come up with a font? No, they, we do know who it is. The competition did finish, I thought. No. No? No. You sure? I don't even remember the competition. Because they were all hanging on to those poles or something, remember? Yeah, but that wasn't for that. Oh. You know what? I'm Two episodes in, I'm lost already. Was it? I don't know. Maybe if I get a drink during a break, I'll, I'll remember. So, that's what we'll do. We'll take a quick break. Because Christy was the one that... Hmm. Hmm. Okay, the website's jmtalk.net. So maybe it is Christy. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast. We'll be back <laughs> with I'm more sorry. right after this. Celebrate your 4th of July with Old Time Radio USA's annual Yours Truly Johnny Dollar 4th of July Marathon. 36 hours of your favorite action-packed insurance investigator with the action-packed expense account. Beginning July 3rd at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, right here at the home of your favorite classic old-time radio broadcast, WOTR in Annapolis, Old Time Radio USA. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue, and you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today. 484-429-6061 or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com Welcome back, everybody, to the Joel Mahalik Show. Uh, Joel Mahalik here with Sharon at my side. Yes, I am here. And the web um, the web page to visit is jmtalk.net. And uh, you can subscribe to the podcast. A new episode every Sunday. So subscribe and, uh, and check out the other offerings there, including the 24-7 stream. And check us out every Sunday. Also on Facebook at JM Talk and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. So uh, that's that. So um, okay, this uh, what I, this other thing I want to talk about today uh, mm -hmm. is uh, porn. Excuse me. <laughs> right. Right. Whoa. Yeah. What? Yeah, we're changing gears. We're changing gears. But listen. Okay, no. I'm out of here. <laughs> So, um, we all know what this dirty word porn means, right? And, uh, and the stigmata that comes with it and mm -hmm. the head turning like you just did that comes with it, but it's taken on this whole different meaning. What? Yeah. This whole different meaning. Like, you know, uh, porn is not what you, uh, you know, what you tra traditionally think it is now because these, there's these 
all these other things of porn. People are like, things that people like, and then it's like, oh, I like watching cat videos, man. I like cat porn. You know, because they're... they're, they're uh, cat porn to me means cats having sex. Well, see, because you're stuck in that, you're stuck in that, that, that thing, that, that stigmata or, or whatever the right word is. If that's not the uh, right word, then whatever. But, no, think about it. For instance, okay? Okay. These videos you watch, right? Yeah. Of really wacko surgeries. Okay. I mean, and? that's like a porn. It's like a porn addiction. It's like an addiction to whatever blank no. porn. It is, I don't know what you call them, but it would be blank porn. I'll give you, I'll give you a real world example. I recently found out that there is a subculture uh, called pressure washing porn. And it's people who cannot get enough of watching videos of things being cleaned with a pressure washer. That actually sounds pretty cool. Well, see, this is sort of like <laughs> this is sort of also like serving as an intervention, okay? <laughs> what? Yeah, because maybe we can get you off of these surgeries when you start seeing. Listen, I dove into watching some YouTube videos of pressure washer porn, and I got lost for fifteen minutes. I was like, "My God, that is clean," and I almost got it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I get it. So, you know, so that that's that's what I'm talking about. You need to check it out. You'll be lost cuz you're totally lost in those other videos. What do you even call that? Okay. The one set of videos that I watch mm -hmm. are um from this guy, right? Who goes to Africa. Right. And helps the people in Africa with a f sand flea epidemic and what it's doing is the female sand flea burrows into their feet and lays eggs okay you don't have to make a national geographic episode okay. here <laughs> i'm just telling you i mean this is a, a good samaritan thing that this guy is doing and i'm being Shame for it. No, you're not. But so you can, so you can call that epidemic porn. Ep okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. How this word is be has taken on a different meaning. Um. Okay. Food porn. People who just can't get enough of watching food channels and watching people cook food. Okay. You know, or, uh somebody who's in love with every kind of food and lots of it. That could be considered food porn. Okay. <laughs> You're not buying any of this. No, honestly, I'm not. I'm not going to stop watching what I watch. You need to check out the pressure washer videos. I, I actually will now. <laughs> I will, but that's not saying that I'm going to stop watching my other things. Your other addiction. The other porn you're addicted to. Epidemic porn. It's not porn. <laughs> Anything. People with 10 schnauzers. That's schnauzer porn. <gasps> Ew. <laughs> I'm sorry. I guess I'm just that old-fashioned that when you say porn to me, all that means is sex. And... That's so old-fashioned. 
Well, maybe <laughs> so, but I can't. I can't imagine someone walking around saying, you know, um, bird porn because they like watching videos of birds flying away. That's that's like surgical porn. That's what we'll call it. Okay, surgical porn. Yeah, surgical porn. Yeah, let's call it that. I thought I would be able to drive you off it with the with the enticement <laughs> of pressure washer porn. Yeah, because <laughs> he knows how much I love my pressure washer. Yeah, and how much I love, like I offer to do it to everybody. To all their houses. That's pressure washer porn. I'm telling because you. Because I want to see how. I mean, we're we're in a tool clean. store yesterday, and she's like, oh, 3100 psi. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> looking at the pressure washer. She just got a brand new one. And I thought it was like 7100 psi. No, it's no. What is it? What, what what's your new one? It's like um, 1700. <laughs> 1700. Yeah. What do you need 3,100 PSI for? 1,700 pounds per square inch, I think, would knock me down. Well, it might, but <laughs> it depends on the type of dirt you want to clean. You think I'm bad with a 1,700? I was telling you that the person I know that just was bought 6, a... 6,000? No. A 78... Uh, $7,800 pressure washer yeah what's the psi on that i don't know and i'm telling you that he's got a a wand for mm -hmm. it that is like nine feet long wow yeah i'm just saying i mean what's it is, is i was it, like is it intent to pressure wash pressure wash something from a neighborhood away yeah i think so <laughs> <laughs> i was like wow and I'm still be one. successful with it. Right? All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I... Then I guess I have pressure washer porn. I guess. I, 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 I thought this would go further, but that's all right. That's all right. But seriously, you, you, you have to check that out. I actually want to go now so I can go watch <laughs> some pressure washer porn. <laughs> all right. So cha changing some things up, though. Okay. On the show, I'm I'm actually doing Wombat of the Week with you here. Yay! Yeah. So this comes out of Oklahoma. Okay. And um, so this Wombat of the Week went. Oh, first of all, let me tell you how you can get involved in Wombat of the Week. This was originally written for you, by the way. Was it? Yeah, but you're not usually here for Wombat of the Week. Oh, it was written for me to say. Yeah. Oh. So are you want to do it? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Hit it. You can join in in the fun by submitting your Wombat of the Week story to the show. <laughs> simply email the link to a new... Oh. Simply email the link to a news story of stupid people doing stupid things to wombat at joelmaholic.com or joelmaholicradio at gmail.com or... Oh, just kidding. You can also submit your stories in a message to our Facebook page at JM Talk. Get those stories in. 
Very good. Like that? Yeah, like that. That's how you wanted me to do it? That's how we wanted you to do it. <laughs> I was being sarcastic through the whole thing. Well, it worked. <laughs> so anyway, Wombat of the Week this week, the winner, uh, Helen out of Oklahoma, an Oklahoma woman who's arrested for arson after getting caught by her own surveillance camera. Oh my God, you dumb moron. Investigators say an Oklahoma woman who torched an abandoned house next door to her was ultimately burned by her own home security system. Annie Dorham, 59 years old, arrested by the Dell City Fire Investigators, charged with secondary arson after authorities say she intentionally set fire to her neighbor's already condemned home on June 10th. The key evidence? Surveillance footage from her password-protected outdoor camera that she'd given officials permission to look at oh to try to solve Lord. their crime. <laughs> She, wow. According to Dell City Fire Department Chief Brandon Purcell, he said she caught, her, she caught herself on camera set in the fire. Uh, the fire department received several 911 calls at around 2.45 p.m. reporting a house on fire in the 2000 block of Becker Place. Wait a minute. It was broad daylight? Broad daylight. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. I got a picture to she show you when I get to it. didn't even wait until the dark. No. Wow. Uh, <clears throat> rescue teams confirmed the house was condemned, and once the fire was controlled from the outside, they advanced inside the structure to check for possible victims. Nobody was injured, but the fire investigators were called to look at the scene because the home was condemned. During the investigation, authorities learned about an ongoing conflict between the owner of the condemned property, where vagrants and drug users had allegedly been crashing, and the next-door neighbor. Uh, so Annie Durham was arrested... Um, after she intentionally, here it is, set the fire. But before that, when they were looking at the video, there's a picture of her throwing the the blazing towel across the fence into the window. But oh my lord! What they also found out was before she did that, she came out on camera and with a gun and shot a hole in the, and you know, shot the window out so she could throw the towel into the house. Oh my god! So yeah. What a moron. That is definitely a wombat. Yeah, it is. It is. Stupid people doing stupid things. You're 59 years old, and now you're in trouble for this, you know? Yeah. And the biggest thing is that, you know, the the cameras were password protected. So she really didn't have any idea that she would have caught herself, I guess. Yeah, what what was she hoping they were going to see? The flame flying across the air? Delaware City? No, Del City. Oh, okay. I was like, what? <laughs> no way. Yeah, Delaware City, Oklahoma. No, Del City. But I guess she thought that they would just see the flame flying through the air and into the window. Oh, my God. I mean, she, I mean, she gave up her own camera password. Wow. Here, sure, you can look at my cameras. Wow. I certainly got nothing to hide. <laughs> It looks like she knocked out one of the pole things there on her fence so she can shoot out the window. No, this one's probably on fire. Yeah. Uh, maybe. See that? Maybe. Well, there's other ones missing too up front. Right, yeah, I know. But this one is kind of right there where the window diagonal is. Diagonal where the window is. Yeah. So she was booked in Oklahoma County Jail and faces second degree arson charges. Well. What a wombat. What a wombat. See, these are the kind of winners we get. And there's people like this every day. What? You know what they say. When you play with fire, you get burned. 
Well, yeah. And, uh, you know, she's facing some... Uh, Hefty charges. Yeah. Second degree. There's a nice picture of it smoldering. It's smoldering. Wow. <laughs> Look, people. Yeah, she, yeah see? See? You see that? That is an awesome picture. <laughs> uh, after the show posts, the video and the news of, you know, this will post yeah. uh, under the Wombat of the Week. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Uh, on the Facebook page. So they get JM to see Talk. what we're seeing if they go to Absolutely. the website and yeah. click on it. <gasps> In fact, I'm so, listen, I was trying to be so proficient this week that the Wombat of the Week is already posted. What? To hit tonight on Facebook, yeah. Holy cripes. I was being, I was trying to be proficient. I really was. Well, that's yeah. awesome. You're so proficient. I try to be. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not proficient in everything. That's for sure. Yes, you are. So remember, folks, get, the, get those stories in. Uh, help us out, entertaining you. And remember, if you get your, if you submit a story and you don't hear it right away, it doesn't mean that we didn't get to it. It just means that um, uh, it's it, it we're powered up. So, and um, and there's that. So anyway, um, the website jmtalk.net. That's where you gotta stop and visit. Um, uh, listen to the 24-7 stream and subscribe to the show. Uh, Sharon's taking her exit. And I got more to come. I am. I got more to come coming up after this, including a really, really good and touching uh, Heroes on Honor Thy Heroes. So don't go anywhere. I'm coming back after all this. Right, bye, this message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Okay, folks, welcome back to the Joel Mahalik Show. I'm Joel Mahalik, and uh, welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for subscribing and hanging out on our different venues, including jmtalk.net. Hey, that's the website where you can listen to the 24-7 stream. Subscribe to the show. New shows every Sunday drop down, and uh, some other offerings there, including the YouTube channel uh, and the blog and other things like that. So, also, uh, Facebook, uh, at JM Talk, Twitter, at JM Talk Radio, some other social media hangouts that we uh, parlay at on a regular basis. Um, so, there you have it. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about in this segment was, is, I'm saying was like that was so long ago, um, is... Uh, this notion about time off from work. And uh, there has, there's been some surveys done recently about that. 
And apparently, two-thirds of U.S. workers told Glassdoor, uh, on Glassdoor.com, if you don't know, it's a, it's a place where you can uh, look at ratings for companies and find jobs and get job information and salary information, things like that. Well, two-thirds of U.S. workers told Glassdoor that they work while on vacation. And Randstad reports that some 53% of employers expect employees to be available while they're out. Think about that. 53% of employers expect you to be able to be gotten a hold of while you're not actually on the job. Um, so, where do I sit with this comment? Because I usually am <laughs> available when I'm not working. Um... And maybe, maybe it's a work ethic thing. It doesn't mean it's right. It doesn't. Uh, I've been on vacation, and I'm called while I'm on vacation. In fact, the only vacation I can I can go on where I am totally cut off from being able to be reached is if I take a cruise, because then we don't use our phones on the cruise, so we don't have to pay those kinds of bills. So the phones all go into airplane mode while on a cruise. Plus, even if we wanted to keep in touch with uh, our daughters or family and friends with Messenger, uh, we can stay in airplane mode because some of the new plans and, and technology they came up with allows you to pay a few dollars a day to have Messenger service while you're in airplane mode. So you don't have to worry about your phone ringing or you getting texts, but you can use instant messengers and things like that. Uh, with, I don't know how they do it, but they do it. But that's a really interesting thing. You know, it is our time. And with the amount of time that American workers put in, you know, uh, the idea here is that we should, we should be able to shut down phones and messenger services and when we're, you know, that have to do with work. So, and not, we should not have to be responsive when it's our time that's the way it should be I mean w without ambiguity there should be no line in the sand but you know there is uh, there are people who are old fashioned people with old fashioned values that uh, think that's okay I'm one of them and so these are the we are the type of people I think that give those 53% of employers the audacity audacity to think that that's okay. So, um, I mean, what do you think? You know, um, you can comment on this on our Facebook. Do you pick up the phone after work if work's calling? You know? I mean, when I worked in retail... It was atrocious. Obviously, I mean, I'm, I don't work in retail anymore. But it was atrocious. And you knew, you sort of knew when you needed help, when you were managing, like, fast food restaurants or, you know, big restaurants or hotel, whatever, in a retail environment, and you need help. Have you ever been in, in, in that position? And you're calling for help and people aren't answering their phone, you're leaving voicemails. Do you ever wonder... Did it ever strike you that maybe they're not picking up their phone for a reason? 
I bet you did. I bet you had that thought. As I have had that thought. So. But I welcome your comments on the question. Uh, if you'd like on Facebook, stop by, comment on it. I'll try to generate a question to bring that up. But, uh, yeah. Um, I think it... I think it's one thing if it's like after you left work and something comes up. But clearly I think if you're on vacation, you should not be bothered when you're on your vacation. That's totally different. I think that for there should always be some sort of uh, backup plan for every scenario so you can leave and enjoy. And so we'll pose that question. Okay, so uh, take a swig of my tea. When I make that sound effect, can you taste it? Can you? Do you feel as refreshed on that end as I do on this end? Just wondering. Okay, so this segment's called the Honor Thy Heroes, and this is where we honor everyday heroes here on the program each and every week. And uh, this one is a really good one. And um, this was sent in by uh, our listener Terry in Massachusetts. And uh, it's really good. And this one, there's just so much going on with this story. And when I get to the end of it, I'll I'll, I'll tell you who my heroes are out of the story. But, uh, so this is, comes out of Midland, Michigan. Eight weeks before the uh, party to celebrate his graduation from Midland High School, 18-year-old Micah Scheiber, sorry, came to his mother with an unusual request. His mother says as we were preparing the invites, he asked if it would be okay to invite the entire police department. Trying to downplay her son's request, fearing that he would be disappointed if the busy police officers of the Midland Police Department would not be able to make it to the party, Sarah Schieber sent an email to Midland PD Chief Clifford Block outlining her son's wishes. Block responded soon after telling Sarah Schieber that he thought they could get some officers to attend the party on the 14th of June. When the day of the party arrived, neither Sheber or his mother expected 18 MPD officers to show up in full uniform and a parade of squad cars like they did. Sheber was six years old when his father, Chad Sheber, an officer who served with the MPD for 14 years, died while participating in the 2007 Chicago Marathon. Sarah says he was a really godly man who served his family and his community very well. Uh, Micah doesn't remember his dad much. The way he remembers him is through all of us. So to have those officers come and honor his dad in that way speaks volumes to Micah about who his dad was. A video of the party was uploaded to YouTube and shared across social media, garnering more than 20,000 views in the first 24 hours of it being published. As a thank you, Sheba presented the officers that attended with thin blue line-themed metal cutouts that he made in welding class, some of them shaped like the state of Michigan, some in the image of the skull insignia of the Marvel comic character, the Punisher. The officers also had gifts for Sheba, including an MPD-themed coffee mug, a challenge coin, an MPD patch, and a thin blue line pen made by another officer. They also gave him $111. 
a reference to his father's badge number of 111, as well as a trading card depicting Chad Sheber in uniform standing next to his patrol car. Sergeant Christopher Kamara of the MPD worked both day shift and night shift to help coordinate the officers working that day to come out to the party. According to Block, he's also thankful for the Midland County Sheriff's Office, which provided deputies to cover calls while the officers were at the party. When Sheba returned home to open his gifts from the MPD, he turned to his mother and he said that he only wished that he could have given the officers more. Cyrus says that is the heart of this kid. He wants the Midland Police Department to be glorified in all of this because they are the ones who stood in the gap for his dad. And they were there for him on Friday night. Uh, Cyrus says he wants people to know that police officers are good people even though there are some bad seeds out there, as with anything else. In his heart, the most important officers, it is most important that officers are considered good people. So, uh, this story is amazing. And, uh, to me, uh, when I read this, and I read it a couple times because, um, you know, the first couple times there, there's some, there's some points in the story that kind of like, you know, give you a little pause, choke you up a little bit, but, um, also... Everyone in here is 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 the hero, you know. Um, the police officers of the entire police department, even the sheriff's office, that that you know pitched in to get it done, pitched in to do what they had to do to make sure that Midland police officers can go there. You know, the chief, hero for for getting it done. The sergeant, Kamala, getting it done, hero, getting it done to make sure everything is coordinated. You know, Micah, hero, for including them because of the gap they filled for his dad. You know, including them to come to his party. Long live the memory of Chad Sheber. And so everybody in here, in this story, from top to bottom, gets to claim the honor of Honor Thy Heroes this week on the show, uh, without a doubt. So, um, you know, it's, you know, it, it's teenagers like this that, um, offset the bad ones that you hear about. And, um, you know, although he is, uh, I think he is going to be in college for, um, automotive, automotive aftermarket management. However, he did say that, um, that could change, and, and maybe he wants to go into the family business. So, sounds like a really good kid. And Micah and his mother, and all the law enforcement personnel involved in making sure that 18 officers paraded into this kid's party, you're all heroes this week on the program. So, there you go, and thank you very much for your service to the community. Um, so, um, shifting away to what I've been calling one last thing is, uh, I want to talk a minute about security because, you know, security with computing, um, 
it's you know it, it it's the landscape is so uh, worrisome out there anymore, and uh, it, it to me it gets worse. Being that that's that's my full time business, I'm, I'm in the forefront of it, and uh, and it just gets worse. One a couple things I want to tell you that happened just since the last podcast is Firefox. Firefox, which I got to tell you is my favorite current favorite browser two massive updates in the past week because of uh, exploits so I put out on I have a Facebook page dedicated to uh, my computer service and I put out there and I share you know in other places uh, to make sure you update your Firefox. So if you use Firefox, as I do, I love Firefox, I want you to go and make sure it's updated. And when I when I update browsers and what I tell people is, when you get an update, when you update, for instance, let's talk about Firefox since that's what we're talking about. When you ask Firefox for an update uh, and, it's, and it, it, it downloads and then tells you restart it to update, I check, I check for updates again and again. You know, I've worked on some people's computers where I've had to rerun updates on Firefox six, seven, ten, twelve times because they were that far behind. When you update Firefox, if you're not on the at least uh, the relatively recent version, it can't push you all the way up to the latest. And some programs, Firefox being one of them, would need to be con- you have to keep updating until there are no updates left. And that's the same with like Windows updates. Sometimes you get Windows updates, and those updates require more updates. Like they are dependent upon you getting other updates, and so you wind up having to run Windows updates again just to make sure, hey, we got everything. You know, you don't want to leave these things vulnerable. So um, Firefox in particular, you want to make sure you update. Because they had two issues this week. However, that being said, you should always seek to update all of your software, all of your hardware. You should always check with your manufacturer of your computer and make sure that there are no hardware updates that you are required to have. You're not. You don't always need all the hardware updates, but some of them are critical hardware updates and should be because people can infiltrate hardware just as much as they can software. So um, it you know it, it is it's a constant it's a constant battle to make sure that you're safe on the internet. To be safe on the internet, you have to make sure that you're 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 not an you're not an open book. You know. And the first way is to make sure that you don't need any updates of any kind. So, check that out. And make sure you don't need any. Uh, because that would be... Uh, that could be catastrophic. Because then you wouldn't be able to download the, 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 the Joel Mahalik show. And that would be terrible, right? So... Um, also... Uh, a reminder because you know July 4th is next week and it's in the middle of the week so there's going to be two different massive traveling times obviously Wednesday night's going to be a big travel night and then Friday's going to be another big travel day uh, for those of us who have to work on Friday after having one day off 
be careful out there. Be safe. Now, also, uh, well, I really want you to be safe. Okay? It's no joke out there. You're driving with people that you, you don't know. So be safe. Also, our good friend Barry over at oldtimeradiousa.com is uh, having his uh, 4th of July Johnny Dollar Marathon. Uh, so you heard the ad during the podcast. So stop over there if you are a fan of Old Time Radio, Johnny Dollar. Um, if, you, you know, if, if you're not even sure what Old Time Radio is and you like theater of the mind kind of stuff, then you should just stop over there anyway. He's, his his stuff is playing 24-7. And check out... Old Time Radio is awesome stuff. It really is awesome stuff. You know, it's from an era before television, and you had to use your mind to, to, to put the picture together. You know, you were listening to these radio dramas or these radio horrors or these radio thrillers, and you had to, you were listening, so you were getting all the vocal. And you had to use your mind to put the picture together of what it might look like. And that's why we call it the theater of the mind. And great stuff came out of the golden age of radio. Great stuff. And it's people like Barry over at OTR USA that uh, deliver quality old time radio stuff. So I would I would encourage you if you're not if you never listened to radio drama before, but you feel like you're the kind of person that's kind of into that theater of the mind thing, I would say stop over there and check it out. Uh, I like the horrifying stuff, so <laughs> that's me. I like the horror stuff, so uh, I like tuning into the uh, theater of the mind when I have to put into my mind what's going on. As it pertains to horror and thriller and suspense and things like that. So, that's my favorite. But, uh, check it out. So, um, we will, just because it's the holiday, we will be on track uh, next week. Dropping a podcast. Uh, no problems there for a scene. Um, so, being that the holiday falls about the middle of the week. Uh, we just really want everybody to be safe. Uh, be responsible. And uh, get to where you're going and get back home from said vacation of wherever you're going safely um, and and alive, uh, quite frankly. But while you're out, remember when you're visiting beaches and parks and zoos and whatnot, pick up three pieces of trash and throw them in the refuse container because we can clean this planet up. And uh, also, if you have not seen it yet, uh, I posted on all the social media the other day. We are rehashing an old hang up and drive campaign that we did on the previous uh, show behind the mic uh, it is back we've updated the graphics and uh, so we have that out there too we'll be constantly sharing that and you'll be seeing that poking up all over the place so because uh, we want you to be safe um, you know uh, so hang up and drive don't text and drive don't phone and drive you know none of that all right be safe we'll catch you next week when the podcast drops and have yourself a very good 4th of July, folks. Take care. We'll see you next time.